Hey mama, are you tired of your teen girl giving you attitude when you ask her a simple question? Do you feel like you're walking on eggshells around her wondering if she'll burst out in emotions? Or maybe at any moment you will burst out if you have to take one more disrespectful response from your daughter? I'm sharing today four secrets to healthy conversations beyond the attitude. You'll want to listen in and take notes. Are you a mama who wishes there was a way to get your teen girl to open up to you and create a safe space for her to come to so she just gets to be herself? I know what it feels like to worry about whether she's keeping secrets from me or if she'll ever come to me about the bigger, harder things. But can you imagine if you had a plan to improve your conversations with your daughter so that she can come to you about anything even if she's scared. That's why I created mom mentoring sessions, coaching calls to talk to your teen, right? Where I teach you how to improve open communication and prepare your girl to make good choices. You're going to be able to follow a plan. Yes, there is a plan to set the stage for healthy conversations and equip yourself with connection building questions to ask your girl. You will walk away with a a customized communication plan to confidently implement and get your daughter talking to you. So, Mama, if you're ready to improve the way you and your daughter talk to each other so you both can connect and know what's really going on in her life, along with some accountability and support, for a limited time as we head into Mother's Day, I am celebrating you by taking 20% off my normal coaching fee. So you get my coaching at a discounted price simply for being a mom. I see you. You've been listening to my podcast, but need a little bit more. So I'd like to extend this offer to you. I want you to head on over to geniebaldomero.com forward slash mentoring. Use the code mom20 now through Mother's Day to book a call with me. And find your step towards creating a whole new level of connection and communication with your girl and get her talking to you. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her, until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your teen, and create a safe space for her to go to, so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of, Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. You know, as a 13-year-old genie, I would have to say if anyone had, if I think of a girl with an attitude, I would think of 13-year-old genie. And that is not my proudest moment, but it definitely was a refining moment for me and both my mom. It really took a toll on my mom parenting me. Because uh, if I were to parent 13-year-old Jeannie, I know I would have a lot of work cut out ahead of me. But mama, rest assured, I want you to know as we go into today's episode that the attitude is all normal. 
The attitude is all normal. It's not just your daughter and it's not just you. You didn't do anything wrong. Today, we're going to talk about four secrets to having that, those healthy conversations, regardless if she's having an attitude or not. First off, mama, I want you to be rest assured that as a young 13-year-old, I knew everyone and anything and anybody just irritated me. And I believe that it was because of puberty. Now, everybody has different tolerances of how to get through puberty. But for me as a 13-year-old, everything was heightened. Everything was heightened for me. I was an angry girl, just annoyed, couldn't express, didn't learn how to express myself and utilize my feelings in a way where I could best recognize them. In an earlier episode, I talk about Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart. And boy, do I wish my mom or myself had that book as a 13-year-old because that simply could have helped me describe exactly what I was feeling, not learn how to stuff it, and just have it come back out in a way that was not received very well, usually through attitude and through anger, right? If I knew how to describe my feelings and to be okay with sitting in them, I think a lot of the attitude would have subsided. I don't think it would have gone away. I think that's part of, for some uh, daughters and some girls, that's part of going through uh, teenagehood. And it is only a phase as you're trying to figure out exactly where you fit, exactly what influences are allowed into your life. Can you imagine being in, for a long time, being in a small cocoon? I'm just going to say a cave, right? And all of a sudden, you crawl out of this cave and you're exposed to a room full of, like being in a kaleidoscope, right? So many colors, uh, so much to look at, right? I always think, gosh, this is like overstimulating, right? Think about being overstimulated and now having to kind of, pick and choose what works for you. And that's just a great description of what teenhood is. Being an adolescent is that you're stuck in this kaleidoscope room because now you're uh, aware of the world around you and now you're trying to figure out what exactly fits for you. And for some people like myself when I was 13, that is overstimulation and that overstimulation uh, tends to become frustration and the, the emotions of anger, fear, sadness, being happy, you know, it just all blends together and it gets, if it's not properly um, dealt with, then it can come out into attitude, right? And sometimes girls just don't want to be bothered, right? Another point is that we can have attitude during certain times of the month when we are premenstrual or having our, about to have our, our period, the hormonal changes and the spikes in hormones can affect the, our attitude and the way we normally react to things, right? And so that's where the attitude can come from as well. So there's lots of different reasons for attitudes in our daughter, especially during the teenage stage, can happen. Now, you may be thinking about if you have multiple uh, children in your family, and it could be multiple daughters or even sons, that they all have different personalities and they all deal with attitude a little bit different as opposed to myself, who could be extra angry during my period time, but 
really walked around with a little bit of attitude as a teen, right? So you know, Mama, exactly where your daughter fits when it comes to attitude. If this is you, please know that you are not alone. And hopefully that explanation kind of puts you at ease, right? It doesn't make dealing with an attitude any easier, but that's what today's episode is for. I'm giving you four secrets to help you have those healthy conversations beyond the attitude, right? Mama, you get to be in control of this, right? Not the attitude. So number one, shift your perspective. Shift your perspective. And just think, okay, and please take this, what I'm about to say, out of love, right? And, and I'm not doing this to shame you at all because I do not believe in shaming at all. It's not about you, right? The attitude is not about you. She's not directing it to you. Although she may say it is, it really isn't. It's not about you. Shift your perspective. If you know, if, if you know that her attitude may be towards you, but it's not about you, that kind of helps. It helps you stand back a little bit and refuse to take the responsibility of her attitude, right? It's not about you. You have this expanded view, right? You have this expanded view of looking at her and you're able to take in not just the hyper-focusedness of the attitude, right? When we're hyper-focused on how she made me feel, right? Her reaction made me feel this way. Then we get lost in the one pinpointed idea that she had an attitude, right? But if we know that it's not about me, she has an attitude, but it's not about me, I can shift my perspective and my reaction towards it, right? I'm not going to be so personally violated by that attitude or that response, right? We have an expanded view. And in time, as you can shift your perspective as it's not about me, you can start to get comfortable, not exactly accept it, but get comfortable with the fact that she has an attitude and I'm not going to walk around in eggshells. She just has an attitude. I'm not taking responsibility for that, right? It's almost like a toddler that's throwing a tantrum, right, uh, at the store. And we just don't give into it and eventually they'll stop, right? I'm not saying her attitude will stop, but it helps our own perspective and our own mental state as mom that that's not who she is, right? Give up on feeling responsible for their actions. Shift your perspective about the attitude. It's not a personal attack on you. It's not about you, right? Think of who she is. Think of who your daughter is. She is not the attitude, right? She is not the attitude. That's not who she is. When you think of the long scheme of things, she is not the attitude. We can get lost in her responses and her, and it could be temporary personality because that was me. That was my temporary personality during that year, right? We can get lost in fearing her future, right? We can fear that, oh no, if I don't take care of this now, she's going to carry this attitude and she's going to be this um, person that we didn't raise, right? She's not going to be this person that we believe to be respectful, right? We, that's the fear that we start to believe that this is who she is. This is a phase. And if we can refuse to believe that this is what her future will look like, because 
if we start to believe that, that will affect how we react to her. If we start to believe like, oh my gosh, this is such an ugly personality. She's going to be this way. Then that's how we're going to react to her. But if we refuse to believe this is who she will be, then we will not. We can choose to think more of her than she thinks of herself in the moment, right? We can choose to think more of her than she can think of herself in the moment. This is a time for you to remind her who she is. She is not this person that has the attitude. She is a person who is kind. She is a person that is created to be gentle, and she's a person that is created to be patient. It's okay to remind her of that, right? Number three, gently lean in. Now, I emphasize the gently because we don't want to kind of, you know, attitude. Attitude with attitude is not a good mix. <laughs> we might think it would be, but it's not a good mix. Gently lean in, right? Ask if everything is okay. Hey, are you okay? You know, you get a, a sassy response like, oh, leave me alone. Or I'm not going to do that, right? Like an attitude. And ask, hey, is everything okay? You know, when you ask like, hey, is everything okay? As a, as a surprise, it kind of shifts, one, you, because you know she's not like that, or at least you refuse to believe she's like that. And two, she may not even realize that she's giving some sass and she's giving some attitude it might trigger her to understand like, oh, that just affected my mom. And now she's asking me if I'm okay because I'm acting this way and really nothing's going on with me, right? And if something's going on, then at least you'll know why she's having an attitude. Ask if anything happened today. Did anything happen to you today? It helps her notice that she's having her attitude, right? It helps her notice that she's having an attitude. So gently lean in. It's also like almost like an accountability without it being so harsh to let her be aware that her certain responses can affect other people too. Okay. And then protect your personal boundary. That's number four, the secret. Protect your personal boundary. Just like we were saying, it's not about you. Shift your perspective. Protect your personal boundary. Give yourself space, okay? Tapping out doesn't mean you are giving into this behavior, right? Allowing yourself to be like, you know, I'm going in the room. I cannot deal with this does not mean that it's okay for her to act like this. You're simply giving some space so that you can cool down and not react the way you probably would instinctively, instinctively would react and you will have, it will save an argument, honestly. It's a battle that you probably just don't want to go through in the moment, right? So give yourself some space. She just went into your personal space and your boundary is I don't take disrespectful behavior or attitude. So I'm choosing to keep my space sacred and I'm moving, removing myself from the situation, okay? So you're protecting your boundary. Save it for another time to address, right? This is not the time to address her disrespectful behavior, especially if it's something that was a little off. For example, like, you know, I can catch my oldest son 
at a really bad time and it has nothing to do with me, but I just happen to be in a moment where he's frustrated about something completely different, but mom being there asking him to do something and then he throws an attitude at me. I can choose to address it now or step back and understand, okay, obviously he's not yelling at me because I just came in to ask him to do something. There must have been something else that caused him to feel that way. So I'm going to address this at a different time when he's calmed down, right? And that's an example of something like, you know, you just got to pick and choose your battles, right? Or there will come a time where you have to draw the line and firmly express that your boundary has been violated and why without shaming your daughter, right? An example could be um, if they cuss you out, honestly, That's a violation of boundary is if they start to cuss you out, call you a name. I would address that in the moment and firmly express, I mean, not to shame them, but firmly express, I do not appreciate being called that name. That is not who I am. You can address me as mom. Until then, we're going to give each other space so that you can think about why that affected me so much. Why what you what you chose to call me affected me so much. See how it doesn't really shame them. It puts the 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 address on the action of the word she she chose to call you versus uh, you're a bad person for calling me that. Right. There's a difference. And that's shaming. And it's really expressing to her what your personal boundary was and clearly stating how that was violated based on the action that she chose to take with you and why that violated your action, your boundary. I hope that makes sense, right? So there's a way to do that without having to make them feel shameful. You're not criticizing the person, you're criticizing or actually addressing the action, right? So today I want you to consider these secrets I've shared with you. I'll go over them one more time, shift your perspective. Secret number two, think of a way, uh, think of who she is, right? And not her actions, but who she is. Gently lean in. And secret number four, protect your boundary, your personal space. Well, maybe today you need to get clear with what your boundaries are, right? What have you allowed uh, within your, within your boundaries? What have you allowed your daughter to speak to you as, and has that violated your boundary, right? Do you need to shift your perspective? Have you been too hyper-focused on her action of attitude without really considering, you know, who she is as a person? Or do you need to shift the way you approach her attitude, right? Those are some things I would love for you to think about after this episode. And if you're still struggling to figure out where to start or what your next step could be or need a little bit more uh, deep dive, maybe there are some specific things you personally need help with to have those healthy conversations with your daughter, or maybe you need some clarity on how to move forward or how to approach your daughter in these sticky situations or conversations. Well, I want you to book a mom mentoring call with me, and I'm happy to lay out a customized plan for you uh, and have specific steps for you to address some of these things you'd like to address right away. So just head on over to JeannieBaldomero.com forward slash mentoring, and remember to use the code mom20 so that you can take advantage of the 20% off my normal coaching fee for Mother's Day. 
Yay! Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.